Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. We come through a whole nother week. It's the first week of April. Today is April 6th, so that's six days into the Financial Emancipation 30-Day No Shopping Challenge. If it's your first week, um, as if anything, when it's your first week, you've gotten through it. (laughs) You've got three more weeks to go. And I think that it this challenge seemed to be more of a struggle for people than they thought it would be, which is really interesting. And it's good because it gives you a good opportunity to see like, oh my goodness, my shopping instincts are this. And I actually do shop a lot. And that's something that most people don't realize because it's part of your day. And if you are shopping in a way that's taking away from anything, at least the way you see it, you won't see shopping as a problem. And it doesn't mean that because you shop a lot, it is a problem, but it just, it's a good way for you to identify if you are kind of mindlessly shopping. Because if you're at the point now where you didn't realize how much you're shopping, you're shopping, some of that shopping you're doing is probably a little mindless. And so you want to get a hold of that and kind of see where you can, where you can do a little bit different with your shopping habits and so it's really good. It's been really helpful for me because I know I've seen moments where I have this instinct to like go look at um, things to buy. And I find that I am more, I'm much more of a window shopper than I ever realized because I think I've told you guys this before. I don't really like to part with my money. So I'm, I like, but I do find that when I'm distracted or when I need a distraction, I'll go um, and go look on a website. And a lot of times it's at really big things. Like I'll go look at furniture because I'm redoing my bedroom and, and or I'll go look for new stuff for the kitchen. I, I recently had my kitchen renovated or like just, just things. Now that can go into a rabbit hole. And quite often I find with that, if there's something on sale, I might actually buy it because I do like sales. So it's, it, that is kind of what my shopping like habit is. And one of the things I realized is that Sometimes at work, I need a distraction from the stress of work. <laughs> and so that's how I, I I was getting my distraction before this week. And so now, and I find that that's not like a relaxing distraction. It's just a distraction because I sit at a computer all day. And so it's easy to just switch, switch a tab, open a tab and look at, you know, some shopping. I realized something that I can do now and I've been doing it is getting up from my desk, walking out my office, going around, seeing my staff, seeing what they're up to can distract me from whatever I'm doing or just taking a walk around the building or to go outside, grab some tea, do other things that can distract me rather than sitting down and still sitting in the chair, still sitting in my office where my phone will still ring, where people will still walk in um, and actually stepping away for a second. It's far more relaxing than window shopping. So it's been really helpful for me this first week and I'm looking forward to the next three weeks of it. Uh, so today I wanted to touch on something really um really important, which, cause it happens all the time, which is special occasions. So, you know, I, I encourage everyone to make a budget. I encourage you to plan for just about everything. And then there's those few things that you can plan for them, but it's a little more challenging. And it's, and it's one it's some of those things that sometimes you can be sucked into, um, kind of doing things outside of your budget. So special occasions, we'll first talk about your own special occasions. So Every year you have a birthday and everybody special in your life has a birthday, right? But there are some birthdays that are special. So if you have kids, a lot of people like the first birthday, the fifth birthday, these are really big, right? And so these are things that where you're going to spend money and quite often it's going to be money that was never part of your budget. So if your baby's turning five at the end of the year, 
you need to start planning not just for the party, but for the expenses. And you need to give yourself a budget because the whole thing about it is that, like I said, I'm not the person who's gonna give you financial advice and tell you you should never spend money on things to celebrate life and enjoy yourself and have a good time. What my philosophy is on finances, how you can live your best life is that you you know what you wanna do, think ahead, plan, make the appropriate plans and execute that way. As long as you're planning, you're, and, and saving to do things or planning your money accordingly to do things, you're on the right path. The problem is that sometimes, you know, like I said, your baby's turning five at the end of the year, you know this, and you wait until your baby's turning five in December and you wait until November to decide that you want to have a party and then you need all this money to pay for this party that you didn't plan and save. So if... If you, you have to think ahead about what you want to do. So if you're saying, you know, right after your baby turns four, you saying, you know what? I want to throw him a big fifth birthday party. I'm going to start putting away $50 every month to go towards the party fund. That's all. If you are turning 40 and you want to have a huge party, you know, you're going to turn 40, God willing, when you turn 38. So, and if you want a huge party, start putting the money away then. I'm going to put $25 away every time I get paid towards, you know, my, my big, huge 40th birthday party. Special occasions don't have to ruin your finances, but you have to plan for them. And so it is, it's, it's not, it, it should not be a burden on you to have and celebrate special occasions, except the fact that most of the time you have a lot of lead time when you know they're coming. If you're having a baby and you want to have, you know, you're going to celebrate a baby with a baby shower or you're going to celebrate, you know, you're going to buy new furniture for the baby when the baby arrives. You know, quite often you have seven, you know, between, you know, when you find out you're pregnant to having a baby seven to nine months of knowing that this is coming, you can make adjustments. So my whole point is just that special occasions shouldn't come out of nowhere and just shock you and knock you off your budget. And if you and most often what people do with special occasions is that it comes upon they put everything on credit and they think they're going to deal with it later and they don't christmas is another special occasion that really grabs people and all of a sudden you know people are afraid to make a budget for christmas don't be afraid to make a budget long before you have your kids christmas list make a budget and say this year christmas is going to be for kid a i'm going to spend two hundred dollars kid b Three hundred dollars, and that, and, and and husband fifty dollars, whatever, whatever, and you create numbers, create a budget, save to that budget, and then stick to it, because the, your children can give you Christmas list, husband can give you Christmas list, wife can give you Christmas list, and you fit it within your budget. You get to create the budget. So it's not as if you are being restricted in what you can spend on your partner or your children. It's just that it needs to be budgeted and then planned for. Because putting Christmas on credit means next Christmas, you're still paying for Christmas for last year. And now you're paying even more for it than you wanted to because of the interest. I encourage people for all special occasions to save in advance so you can pay for things with cash. So when that special event is over, you it can be done for real. Not like you said you had a special event, you had your 40th birthday party, and then on your 42nd birthday, you're still paying for the party you had two years ago. That's the kind of stuff that will really always drag you down and weigh heavily upon you. So I encourage you, you know, you know, these things are coming. So do yourself a favor, plan ahead, create a budget for the event and don't go over it. And if you know yourself and you say, okay, 
I know, you know, I'm not saying create a restrictive budget. If you want to spend $10,000 on your special occasion and you know you can save that, then save it. And 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 if you can do that while still paying your bills on time and making sure you're, you know, keeping your debt down and everything, then do it. I encourage that because you should have and live, you know, the party you would want for your birthday if you can afford it and you can save and pay for it in cash. If you're going to finance something like that, put a bunch of stuff on credit for your baby's fifth birthday party or for your, your your big milestone birthday or for Christmas, you're going to put yourself deeper in financial debt. And the thing that you thought you were celebrating will carry with you financially doesn't carry the same with you because the day is over or the event is over and you've moved on and it will weigh you down financially. So, and, and so a second part to this is other people's special events. That really comes up. Now, you may know everything that's happening in your life, but you don't know that your best friend's going to get engaged and then she's going to want you to throw her uh, a bachelorette party, um, be in her wedding, uh, bridesmaid dress, shoes, hair, makeup, um, you know, all that stuff. A trip to Vegas for the bachelorette. You don't know that's coming. So in those instances, you have to be honest with yourself about your own personal finances. This is also why I encourage people to talk openly with their friends about personal finances, because if your friend gets engaged and that is a great time to celebrate that your friend is getting married and they turn to you and expect some things from you that are outside of your finances, you have to be able to open up and speak up about that. Unfortunately, what most people do is they don't and they struggle through a person's wedding. They put themselves into financial debt for another person's special occasion and there's a resentment there. But people do it because they're friends. And there's nothing wrong with being friends with a person and really being close and wanting to be there to celebrate their milestones. But you should not put yourself into financial strain to do that. So what you need to do is when things like that come up, I mean, a wedding is a really huge, huge financial strain on the person who's not getting married. And most often people who are getting married don't take that as much into account as they think they do. And so that has to be considered. Also, if you people, you know, someone's having a baby shower, you want, you know, a gift that you need to go to. And this comes up a lot. It's not just people like in your immediate circle, as far as like baby showers, birthday parties, these things, going out for birthday dinners, all these other people's special occasions. So this is when you have to implore the, the use of the word no. So if it's a birthday dinner coming up and you can't afford it, it's not in your budget, you need to send a card, you know, send your regrets and and try to celebrate a different way with the person you have to be able to say no to other people so you can say yes to yourself you don't have to be everywhere you don't have to do everything you know special occasions like the Beyonce and Jay-Z tour that's coming up those tickets good tickets can range from two three hundred dollars to sixty dollars you may want to go see that but if that's not in your budget you should sit it out because you don't want to put yourself in a position where you are financially weighed down by something that is a one-time event that you could have passed on. So you have to be able to make that assessment, particularly for other people's special occasions. So just think about that as special, occasion, special occasions and special events. You don't want to break your own budget for special events. You want to plan ahead when it's when at all possible, particularly for your own events. You want to save in advance and you want to be honest with people who want you to participate in their special occasions about what you can and cannot do financially. That level of openness and honesty will probably serve you better than sticking it out, going through it, putting it on credit, you know, going into debt over it and then having resentment towards someone because of it. 
and for your own self and your own special events, you don't want to carry, you know, you have one good night and you're paying for it for the next three years. That's not worth it because it will cost you way more and the debt is weighing upon you and causing you a financial burden. So just think about that, particularly as we go towards the weekend, it's spring is coming, summer is coming, lots of special events happen. Just consider that as far as breaking your budget for special events. If you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook, uh, Financial Emancipation. Please join the Facebook group there. And if you have any questions for me, just feel free to shoot me an email at financialemancipation at gmail.com. Um, I have some great stuff coming on the website that's going to be launching shortly. For those of you in the 30-day challenge, there's another weekend ahead of you. So just stay strong this weekend and try not to um, break, break from the challenge and, and do any shopping and um, enjoy your weekend and I hope that you'll be back to join me next week as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial freedom thank you for joining me today and have a great weekend